Hey everybody, it's your pal, Mr. PNS, with another episode of I Drink and I Podcast. This is episode 12, but let's get right to it, right? Today's drink of choice, the sponsor of me today, but not actually sponsoring, uh, the long drink, long drink, nice can, smooth finish. Uh, if you like some different variety of flavors and things like that, this is pretty damn solid. Because I wanted my drink. And that is uh, a nice little nod to what our topic of today is. So I thought it was a perfect one, right? Because Kimmy would not have his drink. But after he retired, he had his drink. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Formula Un. Yes. The same one where you saw the Ballad of Ricky Bobby, where Jean Girard came from Formula 1 to race against Ricky Bobby. But we're talking about the real Formula 1. And the first race of the year just happened uh, this past Sunday. It's Bahrain. And some good surprises came out of this thing, you know. Things that you weren't expecting. Things that you did probably expect. Uh, you know, if you pay attention to it, you follow along, you watch uh, the practices, you watch qualifications, qualifies, you, the qualifies? Yeah, qualify. Uh, the qualies. And you know what's going to happen. You know what could happen. Uh, those are usually the last times you get to tweak anything uh, before the actual race on Sunday. But Bahrain gave us, finally, a Ferrari victory. If you don't know, it's fine. Let's explain what's going on here. There's Ferrari, there's Mercedes, there's Haas, Alfa Romeo, Alpine, Alfa Tari, Aston Martin, Williams, and McLaren. Now, last year was a... Oh yeah, don't, I forget these guys too. Red Bull. Uh, not, not intentional. Uh... But I'll explain that reason why here in a second. It was a battle between Red Bull and Mercedes. Uh, top constructors, which, you know, most points out of the team. And then you have a driver's champion. Uh, that really bad. And the FIA, which governs Formula One, Formula One, uh, did come out and say human error on the former race director of Michael Massey. No, 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 Mikey. Uh, is no longer the race director. Uh, they're trying to get rid of those human errors as much as they can, but at least they admitted it. Uh, sorry, Max, you are the human error champion. I will continue saying that forever. Uh, you were the human error champion of last year. But this year, uh, some surprising results. And number one uh, was Charles Leclerc, or Charles Leclerc, with Ferrari, and Carlos Sainz, from, also from Ferrari, a uh, one-two podium for them, which is very good for them. I'm actually happy for Ferrari Team Red. Uh, I'm not necessarily Team Red. Uh, we're able to pull out a nice victory. Now... If you didn't watch the race, quick recap of that. Verstappen, who's with Red Bull, 
in Checo Perez, or Perez, however you want to say it. It depends on where you are in the world. Uh, or Sergio Perez, also known as Checo. But Max Verstappen are on the Red Bull team. Both DNF'd. And DNF did not finish for you people. They did not finish because their car just basically sucked right there at the end. Last few laps. they He was probably at least guaranteed Checo and Max to be on, on podium or at least finish fourth. So Ferrari was still going to get up there and get those points. Charles Leclerc was easily going to be the victor for that race. Uh, it was a good neck-neck battle there between first and second, first and second, second, third, first, second, third. And finally, the fuel pump later came, they later came out and said the fuel pump inside of Max Verstappen's vehicle, vehicle, what the hell? It's an F1 car. Uh, his car basically just stopped. Uh, he was also having steering problems, but what do he do? He can steer into the wall right now. I mean, he's still the human error champion. Uh, so the human error champion is out. You know, you're hoping if you're a Max Verstappen fan, you're hoping he's going to win. If you're a Lewis Hamilton fan, you're like, whoop, this is great. You know, Max is out because guess who's right back underneath him right there in four was Hamilton. Uh, so you're like, okay, so Checo's going to get up there, get some good points, and his car did the exact same damn thing. What the hell? They all lost power. Unbelievable. Like, how does that happen? But if you look at it, you have the AlphaTauri team also had an issue. So there's four vehicles out there cars vehicles things that have four wheels that go around the track really really fast uh had issues the first time out now this is a brand new design of a car that the fia came out with and said hey we're gonna make this smoother make this faster uh more overtakes and we did actually see that in bahrain uh cars that were in the middle of the pack are now at the head of the pack uh cars that are at the bottom of the pack which we'll get to those guys or are moved up too. And all the old guard is like, what the hell? Uh, or at least the ones that were up there. Like, how? But back to the main story, you had four four cars on there all using the same type of engine. Honda. Honda actually left the season and licensed their engine to Red Bull and AlphaTauri. Basically, AlphaTauri, you don't know, is a sister team of Red Bull. Uh, it's their offshoot brand, you know, whatever, overpriced clothing. Uh, <laughs> but three out of their four cars failed. One straight up caught fire. Pierre Gasly's car caught fire because the damn thing overheated. The whole design of the car is to allow for this, and yet it overheated. But it's not the first. I mean, it is ball rain, so it's it's freaking hot. But your car overheated, and then the other two's lost engine power. Like you're thinking, oh crap, Max is out too. 
oh, look, hey, at least I can get Checo in there. You know, I have no problem with Checo. I like Checo. Checo's awesome. Uh, I actually really don't have problems with most of these drivers, <laughs> except Max. Uh, that's a whole other episode we can just do on him. But, yeah, go watch Drive to Survive. Realize who's not there. <clears throat> but, uh, Checo, right there at the end, lost his... It's unbelievable. Well, who sneaks up into that damn spot, winds up on the podium again? It's our old seven-time world champion, Lewis Hamilton. How the hell does a guy who usually complains about his tires, and they both, Lewis Hamilton and his new co-teammate you know, over here, George Russell, who came from uh, the Williams teams, moved up with him. Valtteri is now with Alfa Romeo. But how did these two drivers, who know their car sucks, and we know their car sucks because they've all said it, even Mercedes, like, no, our, team, our car is actually kind of crap. Now, if you're saying, oh, it's just them sandbagging, no, they're saying their car is crap compared to their last year's car. And their last year's car was phenomenal in a lot of ways. Uh, Red Bull is the only one that could compete with them for the most part. Uh but then you also had McLaren up there. McLaren was doing awesome. But go look at their issues. It's all the teams that run a Mercedes engine. Well, that's Mercedes. Williams, Aston Martin, McLaren. So all the Mercedes guys had car issues. Who didn't have car issues? Alpine. Alpine makes their own engines, which is basically a former Renault. And all the Ferrari teams. So that is Ferrari. Uh, I guess you have to say it like that. Haas, F1 team, and the Alfa Romeo team, which is amazing. So let's even dive into that. Haas had to get rid of their driver. Uh, whole sanctions that's going on with the Russia and Ukraine. Well, it was a Russian driver, and daddy is with Gurkali. Uh, and your colleagues in the inner circle with the dad of Putin. So, yeah, you're basically banned. Um, even if you came out and said, you know, I don't want, I'm against the war and all that type of stuff, they're still going to ban you because daddy's money is tied with Haas, and Haas is like the it, political nightmare, cut the ties. And then what do they do? They go back to their old freaking driver that they used to have, that they had to cut so they can make room for that for Nikita Mezepin. Now, Mezepin's out. Who do you bring in? They went after Kevin Magnuson. Kevin Magnuson basically was done with F1. And then they bring him in. And you're like, oh, great. You know, it's old Kevin. What's going to happen? Probably going to wind up at the backfield. No. That dude qualified for P7 and wind up finishing P5. They were dead last. They were being lapped consistently all last year by multiple times. Like, even the midfield teams were lapping them. That's how bad they were. And then they turn around and perform that. They haven't scored points in years, and they get a po They finally get points. Even their number two driver was getting closer to it. He was one point away from getting his first point in F1. But then you go turn around and go look at Alfa Romeo. They had their first, a brand new driver with them. 
and Zhao Guang, I, I'm just going to call him Zhao because I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. Uh, his first debut, he got a point. And our old, I love this guy, I don't care if you don't, it's Valtteri Bottas. Valtteri was with Mercedes for years, did fantastic, and basically got no love. And Bottas, who is a solid driver, he wound up finishing six in an Alfa Romeo. So even if you... T like, this is going to be a fantastic season that's coming out. I mean, think about it. You finally get some new blood, new life into this thing. You got the old, some older guys out there with some newer guys. It's going to be a fun chaos season where I couldn't guarantee you who can score points. Maybe Max comes back and, you know, Red Bull pulls a, pulls a rabbit out of their hat and they can turn around and be a contender for constructors again. But now you have a constructor in uh, Ferrari again. If Ferrari, yes. Uh, their principal is just a weird-looking guy to me. I don't know what it is. But you have them actually looking like they're going to compete with Mercedes this year. Problem is, uh, you got to keep winning uh, because Mercedes is going to be up there. Uh, maybe they're going to have to put the side pods back on. <laughs> but a crazy year. Looking forward to many races. Uh, next one up is our Saudi Arabian race. Uh, that's 25th, 26th, 27th with uh, with the practice, Friday, practice one and two Friday, and practice three Saturday, with the qualifying Saturday, and the race Sunday. Uh, now, if you don't have it, you know, you can watch on ESPN, which has been great, because back in the day, it used to be a pain in the butt to watch F1. Now, I mean, it's still a pain in the butt, because you're, most of the time, it's, you're waking up at six, seven, or eight o'clock in the morning to watch these races. But it's great. It's been wonderful. Uh, finally glad to see the American team, Haas, up there with points, looking competitive, and hopefully be even more competitive in the future. We will see. I can't guarantee everything. I don't have my genie ball. I wish I could. But if I did, I wouldn't be sitting here uh, doing this type of stuff. I'd be in Vegas gambling away. <laughs> But that's the end of the episode, and I'll see you next week for I Drink and I Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. PNS. Toodles. <laughs>